Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. Welcome to a brand new edition. This is True Hill Heat 81. On this edition of True Hill Heat, we will be discussing Impact Wrestling, releasing Tessa Blanchard, more fallout from the positive test for WWE, Week 37 of the Wednesday Night War as it was NXT Great American Bash versus AEW uh, Fighter Fest Night 1. And we'll also preview NXT Great American Bash Night 2 as well as AEW Fighter Fest Night 2 for next week. Of course, I am back once again with the princess of all the true hills, Miss Chrissy Love. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, boo? Hi, guys. What's going on? We got our resident true heel alcoholic. He's got his Terry Mama on deck. He is top guy JJ. Hell yeah, at the bar right now. Mixing it up. Mixing that up. Mixing that shit up. A very special, special guest. All the way from 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 the biggest state, Texas. Good old big old Texas. What a Nah, you gotta stay there. Originally from right here in New York City, he is none other than Jonathan from Dirt Sheet Radio. What's going on? Loving the shirt, bro. Loving the shirt. Loving the shirt. And it didn't even even take 42 seconds, and then we heard some shade about a state already. You know what I mean? You know, I told you, told you, baby girl, spicy, you know what I mean? Just be ready. <laughs> Always. Well, welcome to the show, Jonathan. Introduce yourself to the fine viewers at home. Yeah, my name is Jonathan Escudero. I uh, I guess I am the founder. I don't, it sounds so important. It's just a small Facebook thing. It's, you know, it's, I'm the founder of Dirt Sheet Radio. Don't underrate like, yourself, like- sir. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that at all, sir. Retention, you know. <laughs> all right, yeah. all right. You, you think it's not important now until somebody <laughs> takes that shit up under your rug. That's better not. That's your brand. That's your baby. You better. That's my shit. I do. I do love my brand, Dirty Radio. Uh, we you might have seen us shared around. It's just what it is. A bunch of guys who like sharing shit from the dirt sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, talking about it, recording, talking to each other, and just kind of having fun with it. I never imagined that people would actually care to listen, but they do. So, yeah, I, I keep enjoying, I guess. <laughs> You're doing you're doing something right. People are following your page. People are talking exactly. about your podcast. So you're doing your thing, good brother, and we're very happy to have you on the show, man. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. So we show our appreciation to our special guests. We also got to show our appreciation to the viewers at home, to our subscribers. So before we do that, we want to give you a quick reminder to give this video the thumbs up. It helps the YouTube algorithms, helps this YouTube channel grow and expose it to other wrestling fans like yourself. And of course, the iCard down at the bottom, you can push that to subscribe and the bell to stay notified for all the great content right here on True Hill Heat. So our True Hero Roll Call, Jonathan, is where we shout out all of our supporters on our Facebook group page, right here on our YouTube channel, the True Hill Heat page, which you're also an admin for. I didn't, I forgot to mention that as well. This man is wearing many different hats. Uh, <laughs> so, 
So the True Hill Trinity is our top three conversation starters on our True Hills group page. Coming in at number three this week is Cody, Cody Thornton. He started a, a great conversation about AEW this week and who we thought would be the next AEW champion after Moxley. So he got a lot of attention this week. Coming in at number two is our New Japan aficionado, James Wims. Of course, he's always posting about New Japan and all the other indies around the world. So, of course, he's always up there. And coming in at number one once again is the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. Holding it down. Holding it down. <laughs> a couple of the True Hills we got to shout out. Nathan Hardy, uh, Ross McLaren, uh, Lando Rude, Jeremy Alexander, and Zach Dean. Our YouTube subscriber highlight, Khalil Omar, as well as Yardi uh, F. And Abdul Gang. Abdul Gang has been enjoying a bunch of our New Japan uh, reviews, so shout-outs to him. He's been really enjoying J-News Japan with J-News. J-News has been showing us love with all his, all his reviews, and Abdul Gang has been appreciating that, so we got to shout-out him as well. So what we missed this week is uh, the New Japan Cup. With, speaking of which, New Japan Cup 2020 action on night six. We had Yoshihashi beats uh, Bushi. We had Sanada in a banger defeating uh, Sho. We had Taishi upsets Koto Obushi. And Evil overcomes Goto in the main event. Over on night seven, we had Hiromu Takahashi. A junior heavyweight, the IWGP junior uh, heavyweight champion, pulling off an upset versus Tomohiro Ishii. We had Evil defeating uh, Yoshihashi, Okada defeating Ishimori, and Sanada defeating Taishi. So it comes down to our final four. It will be Hiromu Takahashi going one-on-one -on -one with the Rainmaker, Kazuka Okada. And then over on the other side of the bracket, it is a battle of Los Inconables de Japón, as Evil will go one-on-one -on -one with Sanada. So we got to ask our very special guest. You're a New Japan fan yourself. Who you got out of that final four, Hiromu, Okada, Evil, or Sonata? My heart wants uh, Hiromu Takahashi to make it to the finals. But uh, he's not He's not getting past Okada. I don't know. Uh, I, I know better. <laughs> but uh, so, uh, so there's either two things that are going to happen. We're going to get Okada versus Sonata again. Or we're going to get something fresh and it's going to be Evil versus Okada. But I think Okada wins because he's Okada. Don't bet against Okada. That'd, that'd be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm going to go with the smart money here. I'm going to go with Okada. <laughs> I want wanted Chingo to win, but that's long past us. So, so you, don't, yeah, you, don't, you don't see Sonata getting the victory here. Sonata's been denied and denied the big one. Sonata has been was was my vote and J News vote on our New Japan Cup preview for this entire tournament because he came so close last year and the whole story has been about him not being the only member of LIJ without a title. So how how perfect it would be that he beats Evil and in my eyes then beats Hiromu to win the New Japan Cup. I've uh, I've watched New Japan long enough to know that sometimes. <laughs> The story is too perfect to happen that <laughs> way. Like, I'm still scarred by uh, Kenny Omega's loss at that Wrestle Kingdom. Like, I thought that was it. You know, that story was perfect. That was the moment. This is it. And, you know, uh, LOL, Okada wins. So I'd be happy. <laughs> I'd, 
I'd be happy to see Sonata win. Don't get me wrong. I'm just, I would rather it be a fun surprise than to go into that with my hopes up and then to get disappointed. <laughs> you, you don't want a Naito Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom uh, uh, 12 situation. I get it. I understand. <laughs> How about you, top guy, JJ? Your your pick, Zack Sabre Jr. You and Miss Chrissy Love picked Zack Sabre Jr. to win the tournament, was out in the first round. Who you got out of that final four? Just wanted something different, and I'm going to ask for something different again. I hope it's Takahashi against Evil. God damn it. Like, but who you got in And that, I would, I would like to see Takahashi pull it out. Like I, I would like to see that. Give me something. Give me something completely unexpected. Like, listen, man. We all know, for God's sakes, Okada is is the granddaddy of them all in New Japan. Like, for God's sakes, you can take a loss and it will not hurt you. The world promises that a loss will not hurt you. You're still the man. You're still the rainmaker. You're still questionably the goat of wrestling. Take a loss. <laughs> Take a loss. <laughs> I, I I do like uh, Jay News's route. Jay News had Okada and Sonata in the finals, with Sonata getting the big victory over Okada again to to win the New Japan Cup and move on to versus Naito. But I just like the fact that all four competitors have their own story, with Evil Sonata and Hiromu being members of Lij, with Naito the champion and Okada being the man that Naito beat for the title. It kind of all four guys would be perfect choices. So what you're saying is either one, and you wouldn't go bad with either person? You won't go bad with any of the four that they have chosen for the final four in this tournament. Got it. <laughs> so over on your land, Miss Chrissy Love, over on SmackDown, it was more or less a tribute to The Undertaker. That night. he was dead. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it because, you know, that's his whole gimmick. You brought it. I was not going to let my whole children do an episode of SmackDown when they're attributing the Undertaker, which is wonderful. However, they treated him like he passed away unexpectedly, you know, out of, like, natural causes or something. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, I mean, beautiful, like, he just retired. Like, I don't think you guys did this for anybody else. You dedicated a whole show. You know, but you know why they did that, though. Well, because because they didn't have that many people on there. <laughs> Daniel Bryan wasn't on the show. AJ Styles wasn't I mean, on the show. Who to get the COVID people isn't going rampant in Florida because they don't want to wear that damn mask. They don't get tested. It's a damn shame. We will but we will get on. into that for sure. Yep. Over over on Monday Night uh... Raw. Oh God! Don't <laughs> over, <laughs> over on Monday, over on Monday Night Raw, uh, we had a contract signing leads to a a mixed tag team matchup where Sasha Banks teams up with Dolph Ziggler versus a Drew McIntyre and Oscar, with Sasha getting the victory over Oscar. We had MVP defeating Apollo Cruz in a non-title match. Big Show buries. Andrade and Garza in a <laughs> handicap match. And I mean, what, what else was going to happen with that match, friend? I mean, I mean, I didn't want the match to happen to begin with. Well, that's but, also true. You're right. But, you know, you got to let the big show look strong so Randy Orton can kill him at Extreme. Yeah, that, that literally is the whole purpose of it. It's just to make it look to make it look like the Randy Orton is taking out something special. Like, 
Why did Andrade have to? Poor Andrade had to be the expense of this. Like, like, what's up with that? Like, why couldn't Big Show just beat up a bunch of ninjas or some shit again? Yeah, like, like, what, like, what the fuck, man? Like, Andrade is something good, man, and they gonna do all of this to make Big Show look good for a fucking week. <laughs> Chrissy, what do you think about the the teasing of Andrade and Garza splitting up again? Um. I like that little faction. I like that little group. They need to be. They need to be better hills. Like they stop having friction between each other and be better like allies for each other and go destroy other people. But I mean, if they're gonna break it up, then it it has potential to be something really, really good. And I feel like as WWE always do, they're gonna just put them against each other. Now they're gonna fight each other. WWE, WWE doesn't like good things, apparently. Right, like it's a good faction. Like we love a good faction. Like let them be dominating. That's what they are. They're both great, fantastic wrestlers. You, you, you got rid of the other one. Was Aries? Was it? Um, oh, Austin Theory. Austin Theory. I want to say Aries Spears. Um, like the man from Mad TV. Oh my God. Um, however, um, you got rid of him, which was a good thing. But we haven't seen him in a while, and it's like, what are you guys doing? Well, well, he was with the, the the disciple. He was one of the disciples for the Monday Night Messiah. But one he was week. he was no, no, no. It was a couple of weeks. But he was conspicuous by his absence this week, which also get into. Peyton Royce busted out. Peyton Royce busted out a new finisher as she defeated Ruby Riot as well on Monday Night Raw. So, oh my God, poor Ruby Riot. Oh my God, I can't. Like I barely Peyton in singles matches. Or, I mean, and then you barely see the Iconics win. So like, what was her finisher before this? <laughs> I think it was. Uh, oh no, she had a nice little uh, perfect flex. I think she what? used to do. Yeah, she used to do like the perfect flex for her victories. That but, but that that twisting brain buster, I was impressed. I was. It was like, beautiful. That shit was iconic. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I, I loved it. I, I feel bad for another one night that they bury him. Why do you feel bad for Ruby Riot? Like, what? Like, what? Like, come on. What is like, she's got a story. What is there to feel bad about her? Like, like Sarah Logan doesn't even champion, have a job. Everybody doesn't have a job. Her teammate, Sarah Logan, does not have a job. No, How would we I'm feel not, bad? I'm not. I'm not Yo, 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 why does Lana have a fucking job? Like, like let's, let's talk about it. Lana's getting more shine than, than her. They're in a storyline together, I guess. At least Ruby's in the ring. <sighs> getting buried. <laughs> Not buried. That was a good match. That, that wasn't a burial. Okay. That wasn't a burial. What Andrade and Garza went through? That <laughs> was a burial. <laughs> All right, fine, whatever. <laughs> Carry on. We gotta go to our top news and something else that will get Chrissy Love fired up. We gotta bring up Tessa Blanchard once again. That's as scumbag. Tessa, <laughs> Tessa Blanchard <laughs> is released from Impact Wrestling as the world champion. Very rare that a world champion is released from the company, but PW Insider reported this past Friday that Impact Wrestling has terminated the contract of Tessa Blanchard and stripped her of the Impact World Championship. According to the site, communication from both sides went cold after Tessa refused to send promos to Impact for the June 1st episode, which was due to them not being able to come to an agreement for a day rate to do the promos. There were attempts to get 
get her to return to drop the title, but unfortunately, agreement was not meant there. So Impact made the decision to terminate her contract and strip her of the title. Blanchard's contract was reportedly uh, scheduled to expire prior to Slammiversary, which is on July 18th, where she was booked to defend the title in a five-way match. Her refusal to return to the U.S. had to do with her living in in, uh, Mexico right now with her fiancé, Daga, and with the travel restrictions would not be allowed, possibly would not be allowed back into the country if she went to the United States and they are about to get married. Fightful Select reports that there is no disparagement clause in Tessa's release where she cannot say an ill word about the company and can't divulge any information about the company. Tessa has no non-compete clause with her release and has already been contacted with feelers by the WWE. While many have speculated Tessa jumping to AEW, including AEW star Big Swole, all signs point to AEW staying clear of Tessa due to the racist allegations that transpired earlier in this year for Blanchard. WWE previously had issues with Tessa themselves during the first May Young Classic due to attitude problems. This situation follows Impact having to release Joey Ryan, Dave Chris due to allegations stemming from the Speaking Out movement, which we went in depth about on True Hill Heat 80. And while they also suspended Michael Elgin due to separate allegations for himself. Now at Slammiversary, there will be a fatal four-way with Eddie Edwards versus Austin, Ace Austin versus Trey Miguel versus a mystery opponent to determine the new Impact World Champion. So we'll start off with our special guests. What is your thoughts, your whole thoughts on everything regarding Tessa Blanchard and her release from Impact Wrestling? As far as that, like, so we don't, obviously, because of the non-disparagement clause, we're not going to know all sides of the story. So I can only give my opinion on what we know. And from what we know, if I was AEW, I'd steer clear of uh, Tessa Blanchard to you. That's crazy unprofessional for a world champion? A, wor- a world champion? On top of that, like, is, is, she re- is she like the first female to win a male's world championship? To, yeah. to do something like that? You yeah. just screwed you you put your whole situation. You push multiple women back, like generations of women that are going to come after you. You you screwed this. You screwed the bitch. Yeah. Why should anybody put anything into you? And the only reason WWE is coming after this chick is because WWE fans don't don't even care. Like you you they love Hulk Hogan. They're fucking oblivious. <laughs> so that's how it's gonna fit in perfectly in WWE. She'll probably run a big program with Charlotte, and then she'll fall to the bottom of the card. But that's where I'm at with Tessa. I'm, I'm glad AEW stood away from her, honestly. <laughs> Absolutely, can't, can't agree more. Chrissy Love, what's your what's your what's your thoughts on uh, Tessa and her release from Impact Wrestling? Does she not know that unemployment rate is very high right now? <laughs> <laughs> does, oh, does she yeah. not know that that shit is going up every day and that we're in a global pandemic and but you not people want jobs people want to go to work and yet you refusing to do one job which is cut a promo in your own house all you need is a, 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 a you could do it from your, your phone just like this like they do from WWE used to do before hey guys oh god <laughs> <laughs> However, this sounds like somebody else wants to be in a podcast too. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I was saying, she's a scumbag. Um, she'll probably fit right as well with WWE, like my man said over here. Um, unfortunately, because they don't give a shit about like what people, you know, 
It gotta be something like really, really, really bad. Like you gotta like call like you gotta like touch someone or do something bad. But if you say something, it's all right because everyone's got a job. Hulk Hogan is still there. Um, I can name a lot of other people, but we're not gonna do that. We got other things to talk about. Um, but yeah, she's a scumbag, and um, I'm not looking forward to having her come. So. Hey, I mean, she does have talent. You know, you can sometimes look past the talent. You're going to get good stuff. Talent if you're, come back. That's wonderful. That's what sucks the most here, is that I would have loved to see Tessa in in uh, in AEW. But uh, she she sucks as a person. So, uh, no. I feel like she would be much, much better over in AEW. I think of, uh, her whole thing with Britt Baker would be awesome. I think that would be so awesome between the two, but she's a scumbag, and uh, that she'll probably be at um, with WWE. I'm just a blue call about ten times. <laughs> uh, top guy JJ, what's your thoughts on Tessa's release uh, when you first heard about it? This is a combination of all the stupid shit she's done. <laughs> like Tessa, thank you, Tessa, because you you just epitomize setting women back for generations. <sighs> like you're like a company for the first time, a real company, not not Lucha Underground or like a legit company, put their most prestigious title on you, <sighs> and all you had to do was take notes from Takashi Six Nine. And to do a fucking video promo from your own fucking house. <laughs> so you couldn't provide them a promo from your own house. And all you had to do was film the shit on your phone, IGTV quality, and mail it to them by email or WhatsApp or however the fuck you sent a promo to these companies in HD quality. And that is it. Hitch send and you don't have to work. All you have to do is put the fucking clothes on for a few minutes, send them a, a, a 60, 70 second vignette, and you're done. You're done with work. She could have dressed her waist up. They wouldn't know. You are the company's champion. Just, you just are imagine the champion. How, how entitled you have to be as a person to argue with someone over pay over a two minute video. You are the champion of an entire company brand yep you are the champion they took the chance and said you know what we are striving for equality and yep. we're gonna put the belt on you despite your reputation and we are taking a chance and then you can't even pay them back by sending them a fucking video tessa has wwe written all over it she's definitely going to the wwe because first of all when oblivious meets oblivious that makes a magical pair because them two are going to get together tess is going to come back she she's going to come there she is going to probably come as soon as charlotte returns from her little selective surgery and <laughs> and, and <laughs> They'll have a, a magical program that no one is gonna remember all the dumb shit and all the scumbagging and all the bullying that she's done from all the other, from all the other shit that she's done. Like we don't yeah. even have time to get into everything else that she's done. But that's all gonna be forgotten about once she steps into a Raw, SmackDown, NXT, wherever the fuck Charlotte's gonna be because she's on every show. She might fucking pop up on fucking two hundred five live because Charlotte might come back there. Like like you know it, what? It, it just. It literally, Tessa and WWE is a match that is just made for each other because they're just two oblivious ass people and company and employee, and they're just going to be perfect for each other. So, 
I'll ask Jonathan this one. Do you feel like it's any type of black mark or any slight against Impact Wrestling on this situation? Impact, Impact. Uh, I hate to say, I mean this in the most, uh, in, in the nicest, most positive way I can say it. Impact is like a cockroach. You can't kill it. it <laughs> you do the Impact. All the black marks in the world, you can step on it a million times. Impact is a cockroach, and it's going to live on forever. <laughs> like, I think it'll be fine after this. On Sunday, their, their uh, main event that only has X Division guys, but it's for a world championship. Nobody, it, 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 Nobody's going to get mad at it. The people who still watch Impact, all 10 of them, they're going to enjoy it. <laughs> wow. So, you call me shady. <laughs> yo, my man, yo, yo, them in ROH is they they they're battling for for those little couple indie viewers, man. Like they 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 right there with each other, man. They right there. Yo, can I get my seven? Yo, I need my eight. Yo, yo, come it's, come through. It's only so much other wrestling pie that around like WWE and AEW split the market. Then you got the the small little minority that think they're smarter that just watch New Japan and doesn't watch the other two. And then there's even a smaller little minority that's for Impact, NWA, ROH, all these other places. I don't know a person who's like a I don't know an Impact fan personally. Like I don't know an crowd. <laughs> Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Impact. Jessica. Like, they, oh, they, there you go. That's right. That's yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Ten yeah. percent <laughs> of the fan base, right there. No, no, no. Yeah. Right. It's rare. It's rare. <laughs> uh, damn you, Tess. Damn you, Tessa. Like, damn you. It like, is. Like, I'm so bad for TNA, honestly. They try hard. She was the closest <laughs> thing since Ronda Rousey. She was the closest thing since Ronda Rousey to strike that deep into the company. Like, Ronda elevated women to the main event status of WrestleMania. Tessa Blanchard became the first world champion to a major company. And then here you go. You do this. You 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 just don't know how to fucking send a video like a clip because you don't want to. No reason, just because you don't want to. I hate to get into conspiracies, but I don't know, what if she wanted out the contract? That'd be a nice way to do it. I mean, oh, you I fucking let a, your contract ride out. Um, it's, con it's, it's a backhanded way to do it. Don't get me wrong. Let your fucking but, contract run yeah. out. As SP said, her contract is going to be expiring prior to fucking Slammiverse. Let the shit ride out. Do your job. No, it's, it's, it's a pretty good, accurate conspiracy there, honestly, because it's like no other reason for you to kind of just get into this type of dispute with somebody for a two minute promo. If you're the champion, you're a representative of the company. That means that you not wanting to do a two minute promo on your phone, that you need to uh, negotiate a day rate to do a promo over your yeah. phone. It just shows a total lack of investment in the company. So, yeah. mm -hmm. like, yeah. they invested in you, making you the first ever woman champion with um, a multitude of allegations against you at the time. Like, it was ridiculous. The risk that they took on you for her for her to do these things, it just shows a total lack of investment in the company, honestly. Disrespectful. It's just disrespectful. Yeah. 
like who else is gonna take that investment on you now? Like who else is gonna do that? There's only one game in town. There's only there. one one person. And it's oh my Vinny, god! And it's Vinny Mac because I'm he so don't good. watch that shit called Impact. He has no idea what them what them bums are doing over there. All he knows about is what AEW is doing. Everybody else is irrelevant. He's like, he's like, he's like, the only person that said a bad thing about her is that uh, superhero guy y'all was so big on a couple <laughs> of before I buried him. <laughs> I told you, I told you he wasn't unique. <laughs> so, everybody across the board thinks Tessa to WWE. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is a slam dunk. This is slam dunk. Slam yeah. dunk for what's next for Tessa Blanchard. But what is next? For the WWE, we got to get to our next topic. It's more fallout from the positive test for WWE. So as we talked uh, about on True Hill Heat 80, several WWE personalities, including Renee Young, Kayla Braxton, and Adam Pierce, had come out to admit that they had tested positive for the virus. Now, we have also known that Jamie Noble has also revealed that he has tested positive. Reportedly, WWE has advised talent and staff to not reveal if they have tested positive to the public. There was a mystery WWE employee who sent out an email detailing frustration with the company for them putting their talent and staff at risk and trying to control the narrative when it comes to the situation. It also revealed that WWE officials had not contacted to check on Renee Young as of yet. As of um, from when we're filming this right now, we still haven't heard word of that. WWE has also sent out a press release demanding that all talent in the crowd wear masks during their TV tapings, a new order that they just put in place this week. It was also reported that Tyson Kidd showed up at... Oh, it only took them. It only took them four months. It only took them four months. Billion Mind dollars. you, they make masks. You know, just, just four months. You know. Like, you know, we'll we'll get we'll get to it. You know, we'll we'll watch the news once every season. You know, once a season. It was also reported that Tyson Kidd showed up to the TV taping with a fever. He and uh, Natalia were tested for the virus and came back negative, but both were sent home. At the point of this filming, we still do not have an official number of WWE staff and talent which has tested positive. While on the other hand, the NBA has just made national news with the number of positive tests, which some speculate is a lot less than WWE has right now. A number of talent were missing from this past week's uh, tapings, including Mandy Rose and uh, Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville, who could not appear due to going on a boat trip with Mandy's mom. True story. With the delays uh, due to testing and not having certain talent present, including AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan on SmackDown, Randy Orton and Austin Theory on Raw, WWE has a new TV taping schedule. They taped NXT for the next two weeks on Wednesday. Thursday, they plan to uh, t- to film two episodes of SmackDown and 205 Live, which will then air on July 10th and uh, 10th, respectively. Uh, Friday, July 3rd, the uh, WWE will tape two episodes of Monday Night Raw, Main Event, and Raw Talk, which is slated to <sighs> air on July 6th and the 13th. So what are your latest thoughts on the latest news coming out of WWE regarding their testing this week, Miss Christy Love? Um, it only took, like they said, it only took them four months to do all of this mess. You guys are selling masks. Why y'all not giving up? Yeah, you should have been had people with masks on in inside. Of it. You can take the stupid glass down and put them and give them masks. 
It looks like the damn uh, office building with the damn plexiglass and everything all over the place and beating on that shit. It looks retarded. It looks so retarded. And I don't understand how is it that this whole company now wants to, like, now hurry up and, like, make sure everyone is tested, like, people showing up to work. If you know you're sick, don't come to work. Tyson and damn Natalia for foolishness. Don't spread that shit. Go somewhere and sit the hell down. Take your damn medicine. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can I can understand where you're coming from there. How about you, uh, Jonathan? What's your thoughts? I think see, it's, it's it's honestly mind-boggling how uh, AEW, being the smaller company, can have so so much better safety precautions uh, procedures than WWE has. You know that's a big <sighs> But I think it all comes down to Vince being a part of that older generation who thinks this is just a bad food. You know, like they're, they're, he's like his friend. He thinks that it's the Chinese virus, dumbass. Exactly, exactly. You know who his friends? Not you. Know? I'm not calling you a dumbass. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I'm so sorry. Damn. I'm I'm used. To it. It's alright. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's a complication of that, and then all the people in the in the audience, and a lot of people who work in these shows, being young and not really caring. Like I, I'm watching Mandy Rose's Instagram. Because because it's a nice Instagram. And, 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 I mean, her and Lana look like they're having a great time with each other. Just saying. On yachts with all the divas. Uh, oh, sorry. All the superstars together on a, on a boat. Like, nothing is going on. I thought that was a little weird. <laughs> so, come to find out, they all might have COVID, too. You know? <laughs> so, it's kind of messed up. And I could just imagine someone like Daniel Bryan with a weak immune system. He might not even have it. He just might decide not to come in anymore. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it just true. seemed like the smart, especially with his wife being pregnant. Exactly, like, absolutely. Like, yep. People forget. Take that. a page yeah. out of Roman Reigns' book and stay your ass home with your pregnant wife. Just saying. This whole thing is You stay at home for Saudi. You should stay at home for COVID. Just I saying. mean, hello. Just. Just well said, um, well said. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna put this up on the screen, right? And I'm just gonna swipe. <laughs> I'm gonna swipe up, right? So this, Look at that shit. this has been available on WWEshop.com for the past three fucking months. Yep, sure three been. months. So they're making all of this money off of these face masks, but none of their staff and employees are using them. And then your talent go, and they have they have masks for those specific superstars. That decides to take these outlandish little trips, but they're gonna charge you fourteen dollars for the mask and charge you shipping and handling. But they can't wear the shit when it's free. Free. Mm -hmm. So it 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 is just it's always super mind boggling on how un 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 like non understanding they are of any situation that takes place until they're blasted for it. Like, yo, the NBA takes shit super seriously when they get one to two cases. And the only way you're going to now take shit seriously when you got a flood pool of people that either can't make shows or they can't do something or 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 it affects your TV program. Because if it doesn't affect your TV program, they won't mention it because it don't matter. We could just replace y'all on TV. But Can't have it twice. The fact that Renee Young has had this thing and they haven't even contacted her yet 
just a little shade. And and and, and th- yo, I, and, and we'll get to that later. But I just thank you, Taz. Yeah. Thank you, Taz. Mm-hmm. Calling a calling a shit out that we don't run a sloppy show. Ooh, I was like roasted. Like <laughs> yo, like yo, they probably yo. So they have had John Moxley take more tests. Then the WWE has contacted Renee Young. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that. There's great, nothing else great, to say about it. There's nothing great, else to elaborate. Great way to put it. What do you guys think about the, the steps and the new measures that WWE is taking now that what they measures? have? Uh, the it's too late. It's, it's too late. What do you mean? What measures? That's just a statement. <laughs> Them shits aren't measures. <laughs> this is a PR statement. Some shit saying measures. Yep, one hundred percent. It's a fucking PR statement. It's uh, none of this shit matters to them. We're gonna do it because you caught us. Oh, my bad. You know, like that's all it is. Yo, that's like their steroids allegations back in the eighties and nineties, yo. Only time they even admit it is when they get caught. No yeah. one as soon as, as soon as they off the news, the needles is going right back in their fucking arms. That reminds me of the Rock's daughter on Twitter calling the, calling the email guy a snitch. Fucking it like, it's like, embarrassing, yo. What the fuck? <laughs> he, he can snitch all he wants to, but he's trying to make sure y'all niggas is safe. <laughs> and the private shit that I need. So you can, I, you can be a snitch all you want to be. I really like her Twitter account sometimes. Like, oh, she shows like a level of maturity. And then I saw that and I was just like, wow, you just you just took like four steps back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's like 19 or something like that. She's still young, friend. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know. She's, I mean, sometimes they got to prove their age, you know. Right. <laughs> yo, I, honestly, yo, this is this is why we need WWE in our life. Like, <laughs> there's no other company that's going to be this stupid. <laughs> like, no one else. Everybody else is going to find. Yo, they're the only ones that's going to provide us this type of golden idiocity. Like, they're the only very ones. true. They're the only I'm, ones that's going to do it. How many how many people in WWE right now are like looking at AEW right now like a, a nice place to work at considering how they're treating their employees, you know? <laughs> looking looking over looking over at the girl at the other table right now. How do you think <laughs> a young feels? Yo. Yo, they have probably contacted Moxley about Renee Young's health more than the company that she fucking works for. It works for, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a sad but true state, but we got to talk more about AEW versus WWE when we talk about the week 37 of the Wednesday Night War. This is some of you guys' favorite part of the show where we break down the ratings for the Wednesday Night Roy between WWE NXT and AEW Dynamite. Told you what happened on both shows and then decide what was the better show for the week. If you don't enjoy our perspective on it, you can check out Wednesday Night Warriors as Chris G and Romeo decide what was the better show for the week and I'll be starring on this week's episode so definitely check that that out. <laughs> uh, drum roll, please, Miss Chrissy Love. So, for week 37 of the Wednesday Night War, we have AEW Dynamite with 748,000 viewers. Two. 
WWE NXT with 792,000 viewers. NXT defeats AEW back to back. It's literally because it's a great American bash. They literally, they great American bashed them. WWE <laughs> NXT had Io Shirai defeating Sasha Banks in a really good main event matchup with the help of Asuka. We had Tiga Knox wins the Fatal 4-Way to become the new number one contender for the NXT Women's title. We had Santo Escobar's crew will now be known as El Legado del Fantasma. We had Thatcher and Lorgan in a hard-hitting affair. We had Loomis defeat Strong in a strap match. Over on AEW Dynamite, AEW Fighter Fest Night 1, we had Hangman and Omega defeat the best friends to defend the AEW World Tag Team titles, and then FTR offered them a beer afterwards, which causes a confrontation between Hangman and Omega. Cody uh, beat Hager to defend the TNT Championship. Private Party defeated Proud and Powerful. Jurassic Express. <laughs> Jurassic Express defeated MJF and Wardlow. And Moxley versus Cage has been moved to fight for the Fallen, which will be in two weeks' time. So, AEW Dynamite, aka AEW Fighter Fest Night One versus NXT Great American Bash Night One. Who do you think was the better show? We'll start with our special guest, Jonathan. I always feel bad answering a question like this because my personal taste and preference is always going to make me choose uh, AEW. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not more fun watching Dynamite than I am than I am watching NXT. Like going into NXT sometimes feels like homework for me, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's, pleasant, it's pleasant as it goes on. Like, okay, well that was fun, but that's not always the case. This week, though, this week was fine. You know, both. Both, I thought both shows were fun, and I thought the Sound ratings like show. I thought because AEW bounced back like a motherfucker. What, what, what were they like six hundred something thousand last week? Six six thirty three last week. Yeah, lowest they've ever had. So yep. uh, that was that's huge. But uh, I feel like NXT deserved what they got. I don't. I'm not mad about the numbers. They had a good main event, so that was going to draw, especially with Sasha being on all these shows. So <laughs> Sasha versus Io, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I almost was like, I'm gonna just watch NXT for that. But then I remember there's other things I have to get through first, so <laughs> I'll get to it. That's the hard part sometimes. How about you, Top Guy JJ? What was the better show for you this week? Oh my God! So uh, AEW got Great American Bash, huh? So they yeah. got hit with a pay. They got hit with a pay per view. So they got hit with a pay-per-view. So, you know, props to NXT for winning. But I'm just saying, like, if, if I gave NXT the nod, it would only be for one reason, and that would be for the motherfucking outfit of Sasha Banks. God damn. That, like, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks was money. Whoa, perfect. Sasha's been Perfection. on a fucking roll. Sasha has been on a fucking roll. Her and Bailey are the best things going in WWE, period, right now. In my and that's opinion. a fact. That is a fact. So that heavy main event that was a really solid match with Io Shirai, the interaction with her and Asuka was really nice. But as a whole, AEW, to me, was the better show. Mm. I think AEW was the better show. Like, we had... Some surprise outcomes. I was really surprised that the Jurassic Express beat MJF and Wallow. I was really surprised about that outcome. 
And, yo, come on, man. I'd be pissed off, too, if I was hangman at the end of the night, man. Yo, if you don't want the beer, get a shit to me, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, like, like why are you going to waste the beer? Like, why are you going to waste the beer? Like, what the fuck is wrong <laughs> hey, with you, yo? They should have known he's straight edge. So he's straight edge. Go well, give the beer to your fucking partner. I'm your partner. Give me the beer. I want it. How you going to spill all that good alcohol? You know now I'm mad at you, stupid. Omega like, Hangman. I love Hangman's reaction. Like, the fuck you doing, yo? Like, yo, you wasting beer. <laughs> like, that shit had me tight, yo. You know what I mean? You you, you get straight edge. That's cool. Don't drink it. Give it to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have it for both of us. You gonna spill it on the... You gonna spill it on the ring for? For what? What kind of message yeah. you send in? Wasting some good-ass <laughs> alcohol. That shit ain't no bottle of water. That's just some good alcohol, but it was it was a AEW just knows how to deliver across the board a solid show. NXT was really really good, so I'm proud that NXT has had a solid solid couple of shows here. It's been really nice. Yeah, but AEW had me locked in for pretty much from start to finish. Like it was really just a solid night overall. Like Cody has been delivering some really really good matches, so so he's been he's been doing pretty well with that. Um, he's been making him feel like some big fights. So, and, I, and I'm proud that he's been able to do that. I thought I'm not this saying... was the weakest, the weakest TNT championship match. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I, that, I, thought yeah. I thought this Dynamite, I thought this edition of Dynamite was on a high for the first 45 minutes to 15 minutes with the first two matches. And then it kind of evened out starting with the Cody match. And then it just became, like, I, I said on All, all Elite uh, recap with Jimmy and, and uh, Cash that most Dynamites, especially the last six to seven weeks, are an 8 out of 10 or higher. This one started off looking like it was going to be a 10 out of 10 and then evened out to an 8. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. And I, I just, I like the I like the tag match between the best friends and Omega. I like, like I said, a good main event, a really good main event always really does a trick for me. But I will honestly give the nod, like, NXT's event felt like an event, and mm -hmm. AEW's show felt like just a strong episode of Dynamite. Like, that, I mean, that's just how I felt from it. Like, I didn't feel like it was Fighter Fest night one. I just didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. I, I, I felt it. Honestly, I, I felt, felt it. it. Yeah. Like maybe maybe they'd have more... Dressing uh, different color ropes, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know. listen, listen. I felt, it, I felt it because it was less promos and vignettes, yeah. it was all about the matches. NXT just felt forced, it felt forced to make it seem like it was something other than a regular episode that of NXT. I was like, what the fuck are the cars doing there? I was like, that's an obvious taped on NXT sign on the Great American Badge poster. I caught it, I caught it way before they exposed it online. I was like, that's the, the WWE Great American Bash poster, I'm pretty sure. I was like, I hope they made a new one. And then I noticed the scratch-off that they taped on the NXT. I still don't get the cars. Like, did they get, like, what was the... Yeah, it's, 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 it's just too much. Like, yeah, no, like, why were they there? Were they going on a race? Like, I'm confused. To finish, the, <laughs> to finish the thing is, like, it felt like... if it Just because it felt like a different show doesn't make it a better show. Like, yeah. it didn't feel like a better show like i feel like a great episode of dynamite to me is still better than nxt can put on a solid show because AEW dynamite their bar is just so goddamn high when it comes to weekly television programming as sp said if you get a decent match shit tampers down because their bar is all the way up here mm -hmm. like AEW is the gold standard of wednesday nights right now 
And if they have any type of slip up, she'll kind of like, oh, oh, this is not what I'm used to. I'm used to shit. I'm used to great shit for two hours, not no middle shit. That's some WWE level shit. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy Love, what was the better show for you this week? Um, I didn't. If I didn't know that it was the great, the, the the they had like special shows, I wouldn't know. I thought they were just regular episodes, not to, not no no shade. Like they had the different color ropes for they had the two cars, which I didn't understand. Like I was like, oh, this is something special. Okay, I just thought it was a regular episode. But anywho, um, I have liked both episodes. Both episodes were great. Um, I just like elements from different shows. Like I love. Chris Jericho on commentator is freaking gold. Like he is. Gold did man. you see his jacket? Freaking Canada awesome. Day. Canada Day. Canada. Like between his jacket and Sasha Banks' outfit, I marked out for everything. Like I was like, oh my god. Like these these. The strap match was good. It was too freaking long, but good. Um, Very you long. know, I, I don't know why why my boo had to you know dr- uh, be in those tight pants and get slapped on, but he could slap me anytime. Um. You can't waste alcohol. Like, just give it to me. Like, I would have drank it. I'm not a beer drinker. I would have gladly offered it to you guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't drink beer, but if if someone offers it to me, I'm going to say, you know, no, thank you. You can have it. You know, I'm not going to pour it out and waste it. That's That's money. You know, people collect bottle cans. Unemployment is high. Like, people, like, come on. What's wrong with stuff? Fucking Omega, yo. They were being dicks. They know they he's straight edge. Mega, yo. They know he's straight edge. Give this shit to his partner. No. <laughs> they could have gave both of them to, to hang me. Oh, they wanted, to be, they gave both they, yeah. they wanted to be dicks and give it to the straight edge guy. So then be a bigger dick and just hand the beer off. No, but, you, uh, he was a bigger dick. He poured <laughs> this shit out. That's- no, you're going to piss your partner <laughs> off. No, you're pissing me off now. Like, we go to the show. We go to a show and you're the straight edge one and they hand you a fucking beer. I expect you to give that shit to me. I don't mm-hmm. expect you to spill it out because you want to make a statement. Now oh, waste you. it and have it just sit there and open or open and whatnot. I'm not gonna do that. You're wasting it. What the fuck for? We don't waste things here. Stuff costs money. So what do you say was better, Chrissy? Um I would give it to I like both shows, but if I have to pick one, I guess it would be AEW for the win. Yes. All right. So I have to be the contrarian here. We got AEW across the board. Usually, I, I wouldn't say I really enjoyed both shows. Both shows. Yeah, that's what I said. Were, but I, I, you had really, made me pick one. I didn't want to pick one. Both shows were really, really good. And I probably would rank both shows an 8 out of 10. But in the case of a tie, you always go with the underdog. So I gotta go with NXT Great American Bash. Because I did not expect that much from it. Because it was so thrown together on a week okay. on a week's, uh, a week's uh, schedule, basically. Just them throwing stuff together. But Io Shirai versus Sasha Banks was great. Awesome. The, it, the opening Fatal 4-Way was very clunky at the start, but I loved it when it came down to Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai. I loved the Thatcher versus Lorgan match. That was a slap fest in yes. two you guys just wrestling for wrestlers sake i love that type of stuff love those type of matches um i even like the the difference in the comedy hey buddy i even like the difference. <laughs> i even like the difference in the comedy match with Rhea Ripley and Robert Stone i've been off 
Oh, I've been hit or miss with Robert Stone segments, but I enjoyed that. I love the contribution of my boy Cameron Grimes. Cameron oh Grimes. Cameron Confident Grimes. Cameron Confident Grimes. To the top, he's challenging for the number one contendership. Bye bye. Yeah, yes. I love him. I didn't. I didn't know I was a fan until like lately. Like he is awesome on the mic. I love him. Loomis versus Roderick Strong was good, but way too long, and that finish was clunky as hell. With Roderick trying to moonwalk into uh, Loomis to 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 have that final shot of him standing behind him, that was just awkward. NXT, you don't need those type of things. You don't. Um, and I was very confused by uh, Brizango coming out to help out Drake Maverick because I thought Jake Atlas was his friend. I was like, same. Okay, I forgot. I, I didn't really just want to speak about it because I thought it was stupid, and I didn't really want to give it any type of like air shine or anything like that. So that's why I didn't say nothing. But you I gotta just... call that shit out, boo boo. You gotta call yeah, that you shit gotta, out. Gotta call everything out. AEW was great as well. I loved. I loved everything. I loved every match. But the one match I gotta highlight that no one here has mentioned so far was my match of the entire night. I gave on Wednesday Night Warriors my match of the night to Best Friends versus Hangman and Omega. But I retracted that on All Elite Recap. The match of last night was Hakara Shida. Versus Penelope Ford. For the yes, absolutely. Yes. Penelope Ford at the coming out party of 2020. I feel so bad because I stepped out and I, I, I didn't know what. I didn't step no, out. I was a really, I was a really soft. Sheeta, 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 Sheeta has been putting on some fantastic matches for AEW. With multiple opponents, so props to Sheeta because her she AEW the best thing run the division since she became uh, champion. Yeah, because she is legitimizing that, that title run and these matches for her for her championship and just the matches she's involved in. Sheeta is putting in some work. She is yes. putting in some work, and I love she's it. And, and props to Penelope, as you said. But props to Penelope, as you said. But Sheeta has been she has been the workhorse for the women for for mm -hmm. AEW, which has been phenomenal. Yeah. So I will get your guys' predictions for the next two nights of NXT Great American Bash and AEW Fighter Fest. We'll go through these very quickly. So we got for NXT Great American Bash Night 2, we got Mercedes Martinez making her return. I won't get any prediction on that because we don't know who she's versing. But the first big matchup for Great American Bash will be Street Fight as it's going to be Mia Yim going one-on-one -on -one with Candice LeRae. These two oh, ladies God. have been beauties for the last couple of months. So this is, I think, their big blow-off match here. Who you got, Chrissy? I'm sick of seeing these two fight. Sorry. But I'm going to go with Miss Yim for the win. Top guy, JJ. I'm I'm so on board with Chrissy on this one. Um, I I hope I hope Mia gets it. I hope Mia gets it because she's been taking too many big losses. Yes, like like she she lost like Matt easily in the Fatal Four Way match. She's just been <laughs> taking losses like crazy. I hope she's. I hope I'm I'm going with Mia Yam. I'm going with the HBIC. Yes, I'm going with Mia Yam. Jonathan, who you got? I had to give it to Mia Yim, if only because I can't believe that they would have given her all this TV time just to... Okay, let me rephrase that. I can believe that <laughs> after all this TV time they gave her. But I don't want to see that. You know? So so I hope I hope Mia Yim takes it. You know, But honestly, I hate what they've done with Candice LeRae anyway. So, uh... 
<laughs> That's a fair thing to say. I gotta go with the angry pixie here. I feel like they they gotta do something with uh, the the heel turn of Candice and Johnny, and she needs a big win here. So I think that Candice gets the victory here. So we got next up six man tag team action is gonna be El Legado del Fantasma Santano Santos Escobar, uh, the. NXT Cruiserweight Champion and Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wild versus Drake Maverick and Breezango. Who you got, Jonathan? I'm just uh, whatever team uh, El Laguero del Fantasmo Santos del Rio del Rio Estrada Martinez is on. I'm gonna yep. go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with him. Honestly, I, yep. I don't see like why they're struggling so hard to find an identity for this guy. It's very simple. Cool mask. Easy name, he gets over. What are we doing? <laughs> well, well, he's too he's too handsome to be wearing a mask. I will <laughs> give them that. But I just wish he would have played both characters. He would have been Santos Escobar and El Hilo del Fantasma. He would have played both characters, and then they lead up to the big reveal that he's both of them. That would have been played more Pretty of a cool. better story to me. <laughs> but but you're giving them too much credit now. Something like that has to get approved. Yeah, that that, that and that has to be thought about. <laughs> also yeah. true. Not just put on a whim at, at, at two hours before the show. <laughs> I'm gonna go with that bullshit team of, of Drake Maverick and Brizongo because I because I, I see Drake Maverick getting a rematch for the cruiserweight championship. So I'm going to see Drake Maverick pinning Sans Escobar on some bullshit because this mm-hmm. is just how WWE books their shows and there'll be a rematch between Maverick and this guy. And it won't mean anything because then Maverick is going to lose again. Mm-hmm. Who do you got, Chrissy? Um, I'll have uh, Estrada, uh, Martinez, Escobar, <laughs> Rios, um... Garcia, um, him, them, handsome. So don't put a mask on that. Yeah, really disrespecting this man. I'm going with El Legado del Fantasma. And in the main event, everything I just said. In the main event, winner takes all NXT <laughs> Championship and North American Championship matchup. It's going to be Keith Lee versus Adam Cole. If you guys are. Hey, if you guys are looking forward to this matchup, please stay away from all social media, oh or it may be ruined for you. That's all I will warn you. But okay, you got this? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna predict this one because I. No, did please tell me. Without. You saw it what do you think they're gonna do to that guy? Because because they found who it was, right? It was the dude from Hindu Shire. Yeah. <laughs> from Hindu So what do they do with this guy? Like you can't just. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Malcolm, Malcolm Bivens probably got the look that top guy JJ has right now. Like, he's probably tight. Like, he was like, yo, we were about to be the NXT Tag Team Champions. Like, <laughs> damn. I would have appreciated that little, that, like the the unspoiled going into next week's match unspoiled, honestly. <laughs> so, Wait, um, you've been spoiled but, too? But this, this, I, I I hate again. I hate to go into this conspiracy. Just say stuff. it if you've been if you've been spoiled because you're a dirt cheap follower. Just say it if you've been spoiled too. 
Oh, I've been spoiled. I got oh, it spoiled. For fuck's so, sakes, man. I've seen it. I can't give my opinion on, on what's going on. But I so can't half the panel knows the fucking result already. Triple H leaked them shits on his own. <laughs> like, that dude knows how to work the scene. Are you serious? I, I think so. I think that it's not going to be that much heat on Indu Share because one thing we have found, we have found out since January 4th, 1999, that whenever a, t- a title change is teased or spoiled, people tune in to see the title change. So I think that Triple H will have no problem with this guy from Indu Share putting it out because... I am calling it now. NXT will make it three weeks in a row winning the ratings war. Especially since AEW has no uh, big... I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm excited to see Jericho versus Orange Cassidy too, but that's not as big as a double title match. Right. Winner take all. (laughs) You know, like, NXT takes the win next week for sure. Especially now. (laughs) Like, uh, for sure. (laughs) Chrissy Love, who you got? Keith Lee versus Adam Cole. I definitely think that Adam Cole uh, will win. Um, I don't know. Like, I want to find out what you guys are talking about because I, I need to know it. So, um, yeah. But uh, all, I, I, well, I, all we will tell you is that there's an actual finish, so we will see a title change. Whether that's the North American or whether that's the NXT Championship, we will not spoil that for the viewers that's, at home. That's honestly the big surprise that there's an actual finish here. <laughs> yeah, because some people did not believe there would be a finish to this matchup. So we do know there is a finish. Okay. I'm going to go with Adam. Adam Cole, baby. Who you got, top guy, JJ? I am definitely going with NXT is going to absolutely smash AEW in the ratings next week because Keith Lee, I believe, is going to become the new NXT champion. Listen, man, if you're that eager to get results out on the internet, it's got to be for a fucking reason. Like, and, and that's just how I'm feeling. And I don't want to know what happened. And I'm not even going to look for it. I don't want to. I hope I hope I just get to enjoy it and not see shit before Wednesday. But if, if people are that eager, I hope it's because that it would be Keith Lee that would become the new NXT champion. Because and Adam Cole's been champion forever. Adam yeah, Cole's true. been champion since fucking NXT began, basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, yo, it is time for some new adventures, yo. It is time for things to shake up a little bit. Like, Keith Lee ain't got no business going to the E right now, going, to, going to the main roster. Adam Cole and, and the Undisputed Era has a lot of business to do on the other brands because they're running out of people to battle in NXT. There's nothing mm-hmm. else for them to do over there. I see a perfect time to move on and start some shit in the WWE and take over one of these brands. Keith Lee, please, for the win. Okay, so we got AEW Fighter Fest Night 2. We'll start from the bottom to the top. We got SCU versus Brody Lee, uh, Coke Cabana, and Stu Grayson of the Dark Order. This is all about the Brody Lee trying to recruit Coke Cabana into the Dark Order. Who you got, Miss Chrissy Love? Uh, Dark Order. Who you got, Jonathan? I, I got Dark Order, but I hope this is it. for the. I hope Cabana does the tournament. 
Like, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm tired of getting strung along again. But like, it's either going to happen or it's not. And if it doesn't happen, this was all a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Just show, us, show us the gimmick. You know? I, I think there's enough meat on the bone for them to continue it after this. Well, you got uh, Top Guy, JJ. I definitely see the Dark Order taking this one. I mean, SCU's been off. They've been on and off TV so inconsistent for a while. Uh, is The Dark Order has been on there every week building a story and making something relevant. I hope it is Dark Order. I agree with you guys. Dark Order wins this one. We got Lance Archer, the Murder Hawk, going one-on-one with the bad boy, Joey Janela. I'm going with Lance Archer in this one. Who you got, Top Guy JJ? The fuck? <laughs> Yo, this is like, like, like Lance Archer is gonna throw this guy everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I mean, Lance Archer. Who you got, Jonathan? I, I, I can honestly see. Uh, first of all, I can see Janela not getting straight up buried after weeks of being on TV and having promos and stuff. Yeah. Uh, my 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 reflex answer is Lance Archer, but I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Janela pulled up the roll up. Schoolboy pull the tights win. That's what I'm saying. Joey Janela. I'm thinking that. You're all on board for the Joey Janela push. I'm not. Sonny and Joey make that happen. I'm not. I I, I love me some Sonny and Joey, but I feel like this is to get heat on Archer. So that's why I went with Archer. We got Nyla Rose in action to be announced there. But this one is one of the bigger matches on the card as it will be the team of FTR with the Young Bucks versus the Butcher, the Blade, and the Lucha Bros. This is going to be crazy. This is going to be insane. This is going to be a tag team masterpiece. Who you got, Jonathan? Oof, I can... I, I, I probably The FTR and the Young Bucks, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in and uh, the match itself and the story that we're going forward with afterwards. Because uh, it looks like we're doing FDR Young Bucks off the back, honestly. I think we're going to wait till there's fans in the building. I think I, we're going to, I think they're teasing this three way with Hangman and Omega because they mm-hmm. want to wait for that FTR Bucks match in front of fans. I, that's mm-hmm. that, the one thing about the FTR Bucks match that I know for a fact is it's going to be a title match. Like, I have no doubt that one of those two teams will have beat. Omega and Hangman by the time we get the singles match. But I really thought they were going to pull that, uh, save that for All Out. Mad fans or no fans, I feel like uh, you, you really can't string that one along for too long. I mean, I mean, you can if you know how to, but I don't know that they do. <laughs> I, think, I think they do. They did a good job of stringing things along with Cody and MJF for as long as they did. I just think that they're building up this three-way match because they don't want to give us FTR and the Young Bucks until it's front of fans because they will sell any building out with that match alone. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Who you got, Miss Chrissy Love? Um, I have uh, FTR winning their first match, so I think they're definitely going. Okay, yeah, they can't lose. Well, this is their third match. Third match with is the it? company. Yeah. yeah, this is their first yeah. time okay. teaming with the Young Bucks, though. Okay, they're gonna win, though. <laughs> Who you got, top guy, JJ? FTR and the Young Bucks ain't going into this big rivalry with losses. This is an easy win. Unanimous. <laughs> I am going with FTR and the Young Bucks as well. This is the most anticipated matchup of the summer as it will be the baddest man on the planet, OC, Orange Cassidy, going one-on-one with La Champion, 
Chris Jericho. <laughs> Who you got, Miss Chrissy Love? Uh, this is hard. Um, I'm very excited to see this match. However, I don't see Cassidy winning. I feel like Chris is going to take this one. Fair enough. Who you got, uh, Top Guy JJ? These are the matches that creates the superstars. Mm. Orange Cassidy will have an amazing showing in a losing effort. These are where the mm-hmm. important losses come in. Chris yeah. Jericho will win because it's his namesake, but Orange Cassidy will show out. Who you got, Jonathan? Uh, Chris Jericho is the guy who got who got pinned by Fandango at WrestleMania because he thought it was a good idea. This is this is the WWE. <laughs> this is that you talking about? Right, get, get the WWE out of your head. But this was Chris Jericho. This was Chris Jericho again. Yeah, who thought yeah, like, uh, but it was his decision. He's right. It was Jericho's yeah, decision. It wasn't Vince. I agree. them. I, I, if he trusts AEW enough to carry Orange Cassidy forward from here, I don't think Chris Jericho has a problem losing. Yeah. I have a problem seeing Chris Jericho lose here. Orange Cassidy, as fun as it is to see him uh, have these amazing performances and then lose, uh, you, you, you risk kind of making him into like Scotty too hot. You <laughs> like a. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> oh, that's a I highly, highly I, I gotta I gotta jump in on that one. If you wanna I, make money with Orange Cassidy, it can't be the same it can't be the same shit every fucking every 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 show. We already did this twice now. Oh, he has fun, you know, he's so cool now. Look, he's not a slug. Oh, he lost. How many well, times they, they only did it once with the pack okay, match? So Orange Cassidy has been better than the any man tag. We've already exposed, like, okay, he's not a slug. Like, this is level one. First, you thought he was a slug. What can this guy do? Now we see what he can do, but he keeps losing. When are we going to take this to the next level? Unless unless you just want him to be, uh, make hard comedy forever. Which is I, feel, I feel like this rivalry has kind of took him to the next level because right. they fleshed out yeah. his character and they explained that his character just tries to get people into a false sense of security and then he can just turn it on at any point and when he does turn it on he could compete with the first ever AEW world champion and he can lay him out so if he loses then all that looks stupid and it proves that I don't, that I don't think the loss is, is going to do anything well, yeah. I don't think that's, that's how I, Cassidy is he's the story that you're telling where this is to lull people into a sense of security and then that works because now he can compete with the champion. Like, if he doesn't win, then no, it doesn't work. But now this character has to go back to the drawing board and if thinking really, like, logically, this, this strategy that he's been using all this time has now been proven not to work because he keeps losing. Well, he's only lost once. He's only <laughs> lost one big match, one big singles match. It's he not like the, he, he it's uh, it's not like Darby. I can I can see you making this argument for Darby Allen. Darby Allen maybe has taken too many L's yes. in yes. time AEW. But, but Orange Cassidy has one loss at Revolution. I don't think another loss is like gonna ruin the whole facade around his character. No, I just think we're staying like if he loses again, we've hit a plateau and we're not going anywhere with him. I feel like if you want to move on. 
if you want to do more things with Orange Cassidy from here, unless he's just a filler feud until the Mike Tyson thing, if they can get that to happen. But if you want to move forward with Orange Cassidy, if you want to progress, I think he has to win here. If you don't, then it doesn't matter if he loses because he'll just be Orange Cassidy and we'll all love the act anyway. Here's the deal with Orange Cassidy is that Orange Cassidy doesn't need wins because of how his character is right now. Like, Orange Cassidy is such a big, like, character for AEW. Like, he's catapulted into this main event status with Chris Jericho. If Orange Cassidy defeats Chris Jericho, next step for Orange Cassidy is AEW Championship. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, you're catapulting him so fast that it's going to feel so rushed. So him taking a loss in a great match with Chris Jericho can help the slow build of Orange Cassidy because, as SP said, Orange has not, he hasn't lost that much. <coughs> so Chris Jericho's main event status is relying on wins and losses. He, he's got to stay in that picture. If Chris Jericho keeps taking big losses, his matches are going to become less relevant. Well, like you, like you guys said, he, if, if he wins, it's going to be forced. If he's shown, if he shows his wrestling capabilities, and Chris Jericho is gonna let, like he's he's gonna let that nigga perform his ass exactly. off exactly, and he's gonna be the star of that match. Even though he lost, he's gonna be like the one that actually wins because you know what? Chris Jericho helped push him, helped push him to the next level, helped make him get to the next bar where he's gonna go fight other people. Yeah, Darby Allen, on the other hand, they he needs a win. Darby Allen, I can see costing Cage his match and then having the Cage feud. That's the thing is that, that, that the problem with that is that he can't beat Cage. <laughs> Unless, <laughs> I mean, you know, apples to oranges, friend. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a totally, totally different story over there. Right, right. I, just, I just feel, I just feel that they have done the work where Orange Cassidy has been elevated through his feud, just feuding with Chris Jericho. And I feel that the more underlining, bigger story, more subtle story that they're not hitting us over the head with is. It's Chris Jericho versus this next generation. He's beating yes. Scorpio Sky. He's beaten Darby Allen. He's gone to a draw with Jungle Boy. Now he's been he's been up time and time again upset by Orange Cassidy. And then he barely gets by Orange Cassidy. I feel like the next young star that Chris Jericho goes up against, that's when we should be like, no, this guy has to be Jericho now. This is the guy that has to be, regardless of who he is, it might not even be any of the guys we just named who I right. feel are established enough to beat Jericho. Honestly, the guy I think for this underlying story is the next generation star to finally beat Jericho. He might have ruined it, <laughs> but it's Sammy Guevara. Ooh, Sammy Guevara right. needs to be that young star. He's because, supposed and, to have been. Because JJ's <laughs> right. Whoever that young star is that beats Jericho, they're going straight to the world title after Jericho. Mm -hmm. So you can't with Orange Cassidy. Let's be real. I love yeah. Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy's one of the more over guys in professional wrestling. He's the biggest rising star of 2020, in my opinion. But is he ready for the AEW world title? My biggest thing is, do you want to, like, I don't want to see Orange Cassidy be ruined. There's many, many points in wrestling history where a person has hit this level of popularity and then they drop the ball because nobody knows what you do next. So, yeah, normally you'd see WWE 
do something where like he beat the top guy and we're going to make him a main event star now and then he'll win the fucking title or he won't win the title he'll chase it and it'll be cool till he chases it then yeah. he loses we won't see him again and sometimes we're a little PTSD from watching WWE all these years absolutely I, I like to think AEW's gonna handle things a little differently so I don't I, know I, I would just know. use one I example. Would. I would just use one example for you. My man over here, top guy JJ, he was very, very upset when Hangman Page lost that all out to Chris Jericho. Even mm. though he had, he knew Jericho was the right decision, he he thought that it was bad for Hangman at the time. And I did as well. A lot of people thought it was bad for Hangman at the time. Now we here almost a year later and Hangman's more over than he was way more. He, thought, he, did, that, he did that cowboy shit, bro. Like he did that cowboy shit that changed his life. <laughs> it should change his life. Me, me, me personally, I wasn't uh, behind Hangman when he fought Jericho for the title. Anyway, I didn't think he was. Uh, I didn't think it was nowhere near ready. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I, I definitely understand. Though, if, if that's the way you see Orange Cassidy, then I can see it. I just feel like there's something here, and if it's 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 lightning in a bottle. If you mm. wait too long, you lose it. If I, you do it fast, you lose it too. So there's I would a bad rather. I would rather Orange Cassidy lose to Chris Jericho. And a great match of Orange Cassidy showing than Orange Cassidy winning a match with Chris Jericho and it does not deliver to what we know he's capable of. Like, I just feel like the the the, the story of Orange Cassidy is kind of tethered to best friends. And what we see with best friends is they haven't won the big one yet. And that needs to be the similar story with Orange Cassidy because I feel like the perfect first ever AEW trio champions is Orange Cassidy and the best friends. And that mm. needs to be their big win. I'm scared of a trios title in AEW. <laughs> I, I hope that doesn't I hope that doesn't happen. Because there's like, oh, well, look, there's three three-man factions. Why don't we have a title? And then the factions break up. There's no more factions. The fucking, yeah. So one team holds the belt until people forget it's a belt. It's the same thing every single time. So I, I just yeah. want to. <laughs> I could go without the trio champions, my damn self. I could definitely go without that title. <laughs> I I might be spoiled because I watched some AAA. I will agree with Jonathan. New Japan has not done it well. ROH has done it horribly. But uh, I feel like places like AAA is what AEW is going to be looking after. So we just got to run through a couple of other news points before we wrap things up. Uh, NXT UK was under fire this week. A lot of people speculating that it may be closed down for shop. They had a conference call this week to kind of cool those rumors as well as they announced that they have suspended Joe Coffey for allegations regarding the speaking out movement and WWE says that they will have a no-tolerance policy when it comes to allegations as such. Uh, former WWE <sighs> Spanish announcer Hugo Savenage has revealed he that he is a part of the lawsuit that we discussed on the last episode, uh, a couple episodes ago, regarding the Saudi Arabia TV deal because he reported that the WWE's talent was held hostage in Saudi Arabia. Hugo says that WWE is trying to tarnish his credibility, and WWE has already filed a motion to dismiss this lawsuit as well. Fightful oh, select. <laughs> 
Fightful Select uh, reports that Kyrie Sane has a very complicated status with WWE as of now. Reports in May came in that Kyrie was being sent to Japan to be a uh, WWE ambassador there, which would have affected her in-ring career. She is still recovering from that huge cut that she got in her match with Nia Jax. Do you guys miss Kyrie Sane? I, I, I'm always gonna miss Kyrie Sane, but I haven't seen her since NXT, so. I do, I do. It's just right. I I just it's it's kind of at a timing where it feels like Oscar is starting to hit a stride as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like the double edged sword effect. Yeah, like if Kyrie comes back, does it help or hurt Oscar? Right. So WWE reportedly is still planning on running live events with audience by the end of the summer. However, they held uh, plans to run an event in Florida due to the spike in event in uh, cases that has now been delayed, as well as they do not know where this year's SummerSlam will take place. Uh, Spectrum Sports reporter John Alba reports that according to his sources, sexual allegations from the Speaking Out movement has caused WWE to pull a developmental contract from a young independent talent that name has not been revealed as of yet maria's canellis has been vocal this week expressing frustrations with wwe releasing uh, her during a pandemic and revealing that mike canellis was going to be the father in the who's maria canellis baby daddy storyline back uh last year on monday night raw which would have led to his baby face turn aew news brian pillman Thank God for them that would have been, been horrible Thank God for that. Well, yeah. Cause I didn't want to see that shit. Yo, yo, pitches like that would get you fired. Hey, teach yourself. <laughs> Brian Pillman Jr. and Faye Jackson were seen in the crowd this week <laughs> on Dynamite. <laughs> And last week, uh, former NXT talent Cesar Bonone was in the crowd during the AEW Dynamite as well. You can't miss Brian Pillman Jr.'s mullet anywhere. That's how I was able to catch him. <laughs> Um, the latest on John Moxley is that he has tested a few times for the virus, all coming back as negative. He and Renee are staying on opposite ends of their house to socially distance because he doesn't want to stay at a hotel because he doesn't want to leave his wife alone. Moxley has also tested um, himself during the week to make sure he is good to go to return to AEW in two weeks to defend his title at Fight for the Fallen. NWA news with the news of allegations against the head of uh, NWA creative Dave Lagana production for Carnyland and NWA power has been put on hold and they are restructuring things in the company. Impact Wrestling has made a lot of news this week. They had our top news story, as well as this week, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows have all but been confirmed to sign with the company, according to Gary uh, Cassidy of Sports Kita, and confirmed by Uncle Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows uh, were released a part of the Black Wednesday releases, but they've been highly rumored to be one of the uh, these rumored releases that will appear at Impact Slammiversary. Including this week on Impact uh, Wrestling, there was a tease that Super Eric will return as Eric Young will return to Impact Wrestling, or at least they teased that on this week's edition. 
And then finally, our other wrestling news, a bit of sad wrestling news, as the mother of Hana Kimura, the late great uh, star of stardom who passed away, committed suicide at the young age of 22 earlier this year, has came out and discussed details regarding her daughter's suicide, saying Mm. that the incident on the Terra House, the Terrace House reality show, which led to uh, all the cyber bullying Hana received, was a stage by the producers of the show who wanted Hana to play up a heel role, even uh, motivating her or pressuring her to slap the, the hat off of her castmate, which caused all that cyberbullying, which caused her to take away her life. And then finally, to bring more light from this uh, final wrestling news, we have the the, 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 I would like to call them, you know, we have the Jabronis, the Joyce and Jabronis, there's a new edition up on the YouTube channel, we have the Jabronis of the week on Wednesday Night Warriors, but I think the Jabronis of 2020 in the professional wrestling world should be low-key and Austin Aries, as this week they went on Twitter rants, making their feelings known about not wanting to wear masks in public, even low-key going as far as saying that isn't a violation of his rights. That to be told to wear a mask in public, that it is his life, and he shouldn't, and he shouldn't be liable for oh any else, anybody else's yeah. health and safety. Miss Chrissy Love, what are your thoughts on Low Key and Austin Aries' thoughts? <laughs> I don't know what to say about idiots. You know, like I mean, I don't want to get it. You want to get it? Go right ahead. Keep that shit over there. You don't want to fucking mask and stay over there with all those damn people that's down there and be sick. Like, you, you, I don't know. Yo, idiots like that need bosses like Vince McMahon. Like, that, 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 that's literally, like, idiots like that needs, and they need employers like Vince McMahon. Like, they would fit perfectly into that world. Because you know what? It is Vince McMahon's right. To run shows with crowds in it but while we have a pandemic, and they'll have to get it tested right. and don't wear a mask. But we can sell them on our website and make thousands and thousands of dollars from it. But yeah, we don't fucking have to wear them because fuck the world. <laughs> We're in a closed space. We don't count towards that, Jonathan. <laughs> what's your What's your thoughts on Aries and uh, Loki? I we. Part of me is not even surprised. Look at who we're talking about. Like we're talking about Austin Aries. They're notoriously stupid men who've burned every bridge in their past, and they are where they are now because of the way that they think. Of course, somebody like Loki, this fucking super narcissist, would think that we're infringing on his rights by asking him to be courteous enough to wear a fucking piece of cloth over his face. And that guy tries to come up. Crazy pseudoscience that, like, I'm almost ashamed. Isn't he like fucking Spanish from Brooklyn or some shit? Yes, he's talking yes, he like is. Fred, he is. From he is. He is. He's, he's not. He's not from Brooklyn. He's not. We we've disowned him. No, he's definitely from Brooklyn. That's all you guys. That's all you guys. No, sorry. And if Austin Aries is is stupid enough to 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 lose out on Zelina Vega, he's dumb enough to say anything. So I ain't surprised about his stupid ass. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm both of them catching L's for this week. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I, I just can't. I can't. So, 
Jonathan, we want to wrap things up before we get to our outro. We got to ask you about Dirt Sheet Radio. You guys started a podcast last year as well as a Facebook page. You guys are up to date on all the professional wrestling world news. But tell the people about like your podcast, the podcast version, your co-hosts on there and what you guys are usually discussing. So Dirt Sheet Radio initially just kind of started out as a way for three different viewpoints to get together and discuss what's going on in wrestling. Me being the, uh, I guess, I had three hosts. One is a WWE fan. One is a super smart guy. I try to ride the middle. Lately, I've been yeah. leaning toward the smart world because I'm just kind of tired. But uh, we did actually lose our WWE hosts. So we had to take a bit of a break and start to revamp things. So right now we're putting out a uh, sort of miniseries uh, called uh, Ring of Honor Year One, where we're watching mm-hmm. the first year of Ring of Honor shows and just kind of laughing at all the outdated stuff and uh, uh, enjoying the wrestling, you know, enjoying Loki before he was a crazy anti-vaxxer or whatever the fuck he is now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's where we are right now. Honestly, the world of uh, discussing news, we're looking to get back into that. But uh, right now, we're just having fun in the past because the present is so damn depressing. Mm. So uh, look out for episode two next week. <laughs> nice. Where can they uh, check that out on? Find that on Spotify, uh, podcast, uh, anywhere podcasts are available, really. iTunes, uh, you'll find it. Links will be up. Dirt Sheet Radio is the Facebook page where you'll find all further information. So what would you say has been like the most difficult thing starting your own podcast and then working with others to kind of put it together and put it out there to other people? You know, we do our podcast getting together. Probably the toughest thing for us is like schedule, getting everybody on the same schedule and everything. But for you, what would you say is like the biggest struggle or obstacle? Probably the biggest. That's probably my biggest thing too, scheduling, because I am. I moved from New York to Texas, and I'm in like the uh, another time zone now. So I have to try to schedule with people on the East Coast time zone, and uh, I get out of work late, or I just want a silent time for my kids to not be around me. Like it's, <laughs> two kids, and they're loud, you know. Like, so I'll, I hear I'll, you. I'll, I'll, <laughs> Absolutely, it's a struggle, <laughs> but um, it's it, it's fun. It's worth it. It's worth it because I kind of just did it for fun. Because I was bored, not because I expected people to listen. And they they listen. <laughs> you know, the numbers surprise me most of all. Like that's what keeps you going. The fact that people actually care. What the heck? That's yeah. surprising. <laughs> like, so that's basically where that that's probably the hardest thing, just scheduling or or, or uh, keeping up with what's going on while also being a parent. <laughs> you know, like I have to know everything. Which normally is something I do for fun, but when you have to do it, it feels a little, it's a little different. <laughs> like, it it's is. hard for things to it happen. So true. <laughs> yep. <laughs> How about you guys, Top Guy JJ, Miss Chrissy Love? You got any questions for Jonathan? What's your favorite part about having all of this connect? Like, what, what, what is it that you feel that, um, Keeps the continuity together with what you've been doing because it, it takes it takes a lot and it it takes it's a there's a lot of personalities that's involved. Clearly, we're three total of the most different people that that is on his podcast. So, like like with the kids especially, like how do you keep it all composed? It's uh it's not easy, but uh, the best part about having something like this 
whole situation. It's like, it, 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 especially in today's environment where I can't, ha I can't physically be with people. <laughs> my own life. It's just fun. It's just uh, good for my mental health. <laughs> you know, like, to yeah. be able to discuss the things I enjoy with like-minded people. So that's that's pretty much why I'm always excited. But if, if Sid gives me a call, I'll be right back on here, or I'll record anytime I have time for it because it's it's just fun. Absolutely, we love we love having true wrestling fans like yourself yeah. on the show for sure, brother. Uh, you, Chrissy, you got any question for him? I actually do not have any questions. He um, said everything. She she I relates she relates to you very well already. I do. <laughs> I really do. I'm about to say he saw it firsthand, so he doesn't. He doesn't even not need to know that. <laughs> so, any plugs? Any final plugs you want to give for Dirty Radio or yourself, where the people can find you? So you can definitely find me on Facebook. That's where I spend a lot of my time. I mean, I'm all over social media, but if you want to talk, I'm on Facebook. Dirty Radio is the place to go. We're always sharing news and having fun discussing content. Uh, Facebook.com slash Dirt Sheet Radio. Uh, you can type it all in as one word because that's how links work. So uh, that's pretty much all I have for you. The next episode of ROH Year One will be out on the page where you'll get all the corresponding links for all. You can listen to the podcast wherever you want. So uh, there are the plugs. <laughs> Ah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Jonathan is one of the, the good brothers I met through, uh, I think, a couple of different, like, wrestling groups on Facebook. This guy knows his wrestling, especially stuff outside of WWE, which I think proves to me, you know, you're, you're not just a <laughs> WWE lover. You're, you're a wrestling lover. You love your wrestling. Yeah, wrestling He's watching lover. ROH year one. ROH is so close to my heart, and I know it's close to his heart. So I'm definitely going to watch episode two of year one. So I know you guys should as well. Go out there, like, and support, and share all his great content because this brother knows his stuff. So we got to plug our lineup for right here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. We got the biggest episode yet for the Wednesday Night Warriors as me. It's me, your True Hill Phenom SP3, joins Romeo and Chris G to break down the first night of both NXT Great American Bash and AEW Fighter Fest. Uh, you can also check out the last edition of True Hill Heat, True Hill Heat 80, with Justin Clapper of Wrestling Travel, as we discussed everything regarding the Speaking Out movement. That is a must-watch. The latest J News Japan episodes reviewing the New Japan Cup 2020 action are all up right now now as well as night uh six and seven will be up this weekend and all new joints and jabroni with proxy from weed and wrestling podcast is up right now the latest dark power and ae recap also starring me for aew fighter fest will drop this weekend you could check out the last episode as well as an all new edition of true rewind which drops every one every monday right here on the true hill heat youtube channel and we apologize for the delay this week but we will be back next wednesday with our next dark side of the ring season one review for the mysterious death of gorgeous gino and that's going to be right here on the youtube channel next wednesday miss chrissy love top guy jj any plugs before we sign this off um yes uh i am the sensation miss chrissy love uh smackdown with the lynches has been gone for a few weeks but we will be back um, it didn't make any sense to do anything from last week's episode because it was the death of The Undertaker. 
Um, so with that being said, we'll be back this week. I'm not sure what content will be on there, but we'll be back and I will, you know, make my kids, you know, force them to watch it. Um, other than that, you can find me on Facebook, uh, IG and Twitter, uh, underneath, uh, underscore Christy Love or Miss Christy Love or just Crystal Witch. Top guy, JJ. Absolutely. That SmackDown break was probably needed. Uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely probably needed. So at Instagram, I'm true heel underscore top guy JJ. At Facebook, I'm simply Justin Johnson. And yeah, it's been great having you, brother. You know, it's great having the you know these wrestling chats, man. Getting these harsh these little debates here, man. It was it was really really good, man. I love getting into those back and forth, especially that Jericho and Cassidy one, man. We need those. Heaters. Yeah, we, we we need those. We need those back in our life. See, and, and this proves that wrestling fans can have different opinions without like insulting each other. It we we should be so proud of each other because this does not happen every day. <laughs> Break down into insulting uh, NXT for no reason. <laughs> mudslinging, mudslinging, as they call it. <laughs> so yes, you can all follow us. We got the True Hills group page on Facebook, True Hill Heat. You can find us um, there. Uh, our boy Jonathan, he's an admin on the Facebook page, always giving us that quality, dirt sheet quality. And then we also are up on Twitter and Instagram at True Hill Heat. You can find me on Instagram at True Hill underscore Epic SP3. You can follow our partner out here in New York City, our partner promotion, Battle Club Pro on Facebook, Twitter, and instagram at x battle club pro x and on youtube they are up on there you can follow them as well as my battery is dying which is the new youtube <laughs> channel for marcus cash you could also follow jimmy macaram from ae recap as well as our good friend justin clapper and wrestling travel as they are they're getting close to a thousand subscribers on there definitely support them on there and you can also listen to true hill heat on itunes spotify soundcloud wherever you listen to your favorite podcast so until true hill heat 82 next week with for our very very special guest mr jonathan from dirt sheet radio thank you so much for being on the show for having me <laughs> for the princess of all the true hills miss chrissy love later guys for our resident true hill alcoholic top guy jj it is me SP3. <laughs> My Terry Mana is gone, so I am signing off until next time.